This is Sammy Pierre Douay from Goat Whore, and you're watching CMS TV. I'm not complaining, mind you, but uh, it's just it's just overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Boy, do I get it. I mean, it is just overwhelming. I, I cannot remember a time in my life where where I have been just mentally just burned out. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons I actually played that first song, Heat It Up and Burn It Out. <laughs> I just kind of was I was kind of thinking about that, but uh yeah, it's it's been a it's been a busy week and and uh you know, I've just I've just been working and when I get home, I'm just so just fried. I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to uh see anything. You know, I didn't even watch any TV this week. I just just didn't been in a in a fog. Sure. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I told I'm in the same exact boat, man. I'm doing 18, 19 hours a day. I'm sleeping here and there, you know, I'm trying my best to make sure I get four or five hours of sleep so I don't get sick and in the hospital like I did when we built Pinball PA. Right. But it has been a struggle with, um, with, uh, you know, the new, the new business has me just running circles, you know, between, sure. between work, work, maintaining the other two businesses. Right. Of course. And, um, you know, and then being dealing with Johnny's schedule, thank fucking Christ. He comes back Monday because <laughs> Johnny comes marching home again. Oh, I can't wait just because I'll get a night's sleep <laughs> and, and it's not his fault. It's just, we have things we have to discuss. I yep. mean, literally, of course. Um, and you know, so I've been, I've been literally going to sleep around 10 o'clock at night what sleeping but only sleeping till one not to not staying asleep right right at least uh, it was a three-hour nap it's a three-hour nap because about 1 1 30 where wherever johnny is i think he's in switzerland or norway or wherever the fuck he's, he's in a scandinavian country yeah he's in somewhere fuckistan you know and it's six hours different so about three o'clock in the morning my time is when the texts and emails start. So I start getting texts about, you know, like I'll, I'll have sent him 400 emails or something during the day. And then all of a sudden my phone will start going off at three in the morning. Bloop, 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 bloop. So it's and like it's, nine o'clock wherever he is. Nine yeah. It's him answering the answering emails while he's eating breakfast or something, getting ready to travel to this festival or that festival, whatever he's doing. You know, he was, I know he played Boa this weekend, the Baltic open air. Okay. Which, I, which is a big one. I think it was. The, we want to talk about a weird lineup. The two names that I knew on the day he played were Hardline and Sepultura playing back to back. Really? Yeah, those are very relatable bands. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if you were in the crowd for that, you watched Hardline then Sepultura. That's a that's an interesting one too. Sepultura. Sepultura. <laughs> that's right, Rev. Sepultura. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's been same same as with you, man. It's been busy. I'll tell you what, and I probably shouldn't tell this, but I'm going to anyway. Fuck privacy for a minute, because I'm not going to tell what we were doing. I had just the absolute thrill of my life in a way. 
I was doing tech support at five in the morning for Bob Daisley. Is that right? How fucking cool is that? Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a name from the past. Holy shit. It's like, I get this email. It's, 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 um, you know, it's, it's Johnny and he, he's looping me and he's saying, Hey, can, can you help Bob with blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I can't oh, sure. <laughs> like, and, uh, and tell him you won't remove him from your records either. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. But <laughs> dude, just, you know, it is, I don't care how long we do this. I don't care how many people we meet. When you get a text from somebody that has that been that big of a part of your fucking life, that you know, that musically, that shit is just like, ooh, how did that happen? Right. You know, and I, and I, I mean, Bob Daisley, Jesus Christ, how many Ozzy, Uriah Heap, Rainbow, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, this yeah. guy, you know, half he's, of my fucking collection. Yeah, he's journeyman, journeyman musician. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was doing tech support at five in the morning for Bob Daisley. Oh, that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the associations there. Yeah, it's it's very cool. So I'm not complaining at all about being busy. I just could really use a good good nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, I was tempted to stay in bed today again, and I thought, you know what, I, I'm burning my weekends out. I'm not doing anything, you know, and it's just like I I got to get up and do something. Okay. So, so I normally like do my laundry and stuff on Sunday. I just, sure. you know, I'm going to knock that out today. I'm going to get that done today. Then I decided to, uh, I decided to, um, go out. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't been out to my little favorite place for lunch in probably six weeks, the radius. Okay. I haven't been there in at least six weeks. And so right. I, I'm going to venture out and go to go have lunch at the radius. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I've been on this. I've been on this vegetable diet, you know, just vegetables mostly uh, for the last probably six, six to eight weeks. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't eaten like full meals. So I ordered what I'm in, uh, what I normally order. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't even eat it all because it's just like, I'm just so used to not eating like full meals anymore. Right. That I, that I didn't even eat the whole thing. I was just like, I'm, I'm packed. <laughs> I'm just stuffed, you know, cause Cause I've just been, you know, kind of diminishing the intake and right. I just, I was just like, holy shit, I can't eat anymore. You know? So I had to leave half of it, you know, cause I was just like, geez, this is just too much. So then, uh, I decided to, uh, I needed to get out. I, I have some couple of posters and things that I needed, uh, that I've had hanging around here and I needed frames for them. Sure. And I thought, okay, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go over to the hobby lobby because they carry a lot of frames and things over there. And, uh, so while I'm walking through hobby lobby, I'm always looking at their, their little knickknacks and shit that you hang on the wall. And, you know, my studio, I always have, you know, kind of rock and roll shit on the wall. So I walked through there and, uh, I found a couple of these old metal signs that I put in that little bathroom and down my downstairs, that little fifties bathroom, you right. know, the one you puked your guts out in, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of made up like a fifties bathroom. It's got like jukeboxes and, you know, yeah. old memorabilia, old road signs and, mm-hmm. auto, you know, auto things. So I picked up like an old Sunoco sign and a Chevy sign and things that I'm going to put in there That's cool. and a couple of things for the studio and picked up a couple of frames. So 
I walked up, <laughs> I walked up to the uh, checkout and, and this is why I rarely ever go to a store for anything, but, uh, there's some lady standing at the checkout, blah, 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 blah. She's buying these fake, these fake flower things, these wire flower things and a couple of pots. And, you know, she's looking for more of these stems that she's buying and they don't have any. And then she's standing there explaining to the lady at the cash register exactly how she's going to arrange them. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get this and I'm going to put, oh. it, I mean, the whole thing and just standing there. And there's like eight people in line directly behind her. Yeah. It, it's like that. Well, the story gets good. You're going to like this. The All right, good. So, so there's only one cash register open. Okay. And yada, 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 you know, on and on, mm -hmm. on and on. And she won't shut up. And uh, the, 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 the checkout, I don't know what she was like a manager or something. Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I follow what you're saying. Yeah, that's really cool. I, good luck with that. Yeah, I hope that's, you know, I hope that we're, you know, trying to. <laughs> right. like, like wrap it up, move it along, bitch, move it along. So one by one, these, these cashiers come out of, I don't know where, and they open up the next cash register and right. two and three people ahead of me, they step over mm -hmm. and I'm like left and I'm standing there waiting and wait. And this lady is, and then I'm going to take these and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to bend them this way. And then I'm going to add more here. And then I'm going to, you know, just on and on and on. God. So, so this cashier, she comes sneaking up behind me and grab me by the arm real quick. And she goes, so, <laughs> so I walked over to this cashier and, and she opens up a register and the manager lady who was down there talking to this, this loud mouth yeah. comes walking over and she goes, I'm sorry I had to pull you away to come up and open the cash register, but if if I just let her stand there, she's just going to go on and on and on and on while everybody stacks up. Isn't that right, sir? And I looked and I said, well, it's a good thing I don't make it a habit of punching women. <laughs> and both the, and the guy, there was a guy in the lane behind me with him and his wife, and he just let out the biggest goddamn laugh. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah, just like that and and the two the two ladies they just looked at me and she goes what and she goes <laughs> and i said never mind and she goes did did you say what i thought you said i said i don't know what did you think i said and she <laughs> <laughs> and she she just was kind of like just like dumbfounded well here's one of the things that <laughs> this is one of the things that i bought for the studio it's a little, it's like a little replica like mic. Old school mic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the, so the cashier, she picks up the mic and she holds it toward me like this. And she goes, would you like to announce that to the store, sir? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so she rings me up. I walk out of the store. I go to the car and, and you know, me with my car, I park my car away from everybody. Right. I'll be goddamned if somebody didn't park their shoehorn, their big pickup truck right next to my car. And I, <laughs> I, I purposely parked down the aisles away from everybody. Right. And here's a, here's a pickup truck just right next to me. Some fucking dick bag. Well, he probably has the same idea as you, except he's stupid about it and parks next to you thinking, well, that car's safe. I'll park next to it. So I, I'm, 
put my bag in the car on the passenger side and I turn around and here comes the guy that laughed out loud in the, in the line behind me. Oh, nice. And he and his wife and kid, they're walking up and he, and he, he goes, nice car, sir. You know, just like, right. almost like, almost like trying to be almost being like ultra respectful or something because of what I said in the, in the story, right. you know, it's just, like, so, just kind of funny. But uh, one of the reasons, one of the other reasons I went to the Hobby Lobby mm-hmm. is uh, I had to go get a frame for this. Okay. And I and I wanna I wanted to show everybody. Oh, look at you! Oh, look at this guy! A certified coach. Man, three thousand dollars bought you a nice piece of paper. That's four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. Four thousand bucks. It's an expensive s piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to show everybody that, and I wanted to again thank everybody who participated in the sample coaching classes that uh, that I conducted during the uh, time that I was in the uh, training course. Yeah, I had some very good discussions and some good fun dialogue with uh, a lot of you. And uh, some of you have come back and even with the single uh, coaching session have told me that they resolved whatever little thing that they were, you know, dealing with at the time. Sure. And some some of you have excuse me. Some of you have continued with their coaching classes with me classes sessions rather. Right. Uh, with me. So uh, again, I just wanted to say thank you. And, uh, I was successful and, uh, I did it with the help of the CMS. So uh, I appreciate everybody who participated and sent well wishes and, uh, you know, who, who were very helpful in helping me move along in my uh, new career path or one of my new career paths. Right. Exactly. So, so there you are. Well, there's, there you proof, go. there's proof in the pudding for you. Look at this guy. A, a graduate yeah so it's never too late it is just a random question i i'm pretty sure the answer is yes but you would know the specifics not me yes it's p.o box 1251 crown point indiana 46308 and if you didn't catch it when he read it look look in the playback yeah well, no, isn't it on the website i thought it was on. Oh, it might be yeah uh, p.o yeah. box 1251 crown point Indiana four six three zero eight. That's right. So there you go. There's your there's your uh, your PO box. Yeah, there you are. So uh, who sends a CD unless it's like signed? I mean, can't you? <laughs> I mean, can't you send MP3s or anything? You can't email an MP3 link or something. Yeah, something. I mean, CDs. I mean, I mean if it's if it's like a physical product, you know, obviously I love physical product and you know yeah. I have plenty of it, but uh, unless it's like something special, like signed or something, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not grateful to get a CD, but still, it's just. In this day and age, I am taking the approach of Chris Aiken. Yeah, I just throw it yeah. in the trash. Throw it right away. I listen to it. If I like it, I'll burn it and keep it. Then I'll just throw it away. I'll <laughs> toss it like a Frisbee. That's exactly it, too. That's what I do. Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't, don't need that it. stacked up around my house. <laughs> exactly correct, sir. <laughs> it's, it's not as cool as my last Led Zeppelin ticket. I'm not even going to keep it. That's right. <laughs> See, now you're getting it. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, you you pick up a little bit from me. I pick up a little That's bit. That's right. So you know. Although you'll never you'll never dumb down to not collecting anything like me. No, no, I, <laughs> no I, I I do like the memorabilia. I do like that stuff. So yeah, right. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, I have nothing to talk about. I mean, literally. Yeah, well, nothing. yeah, just, just burned out. I didn't do anything this way. I, I we had a tornado here. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Take the roof off. Didn't take my roof off. My mom still doesn't have power. She's been, she's, they're telling her maybe late Monday, maybe early Tuesday before she has power. So is she living with you now? No, I asked her. She <laughs> wanted to stay here for a couple of days. She said, no, she's going to fucking, she said, it's like camping. I'm like, get the it's fuck like out of here. It's like camping. What, do you mean? what does that mean? She's staying in her fucking dark house. <laughs> it's like camping. I'm like, she came over here yesterday, brought all of her, her, um, frozen her, food. Oh, perishables. Yeah. Yeah. I put all of her stuff in my, cause I've got one of those deep freezers. Sure. And believe me, with me and my son only living here, it ain't full. So, <laughs> so there was plenty of room in there for her shit. So, um, but yeah, I I said to her, I said, hey, I got the extra room if you want. Oh no, 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 I'll she just didn't ac- accidentally bring her frozen bag of money and put it in there, did you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> I could use that. I think so, I got to wait for her to die before I get that, though. Some 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 older folks have a tendency to hide their money in the freezer. Yeah, I think my mom's trying to spend it all. <laughs> i don't think she's i don't think she's uh looking for there to be too much money in the in the old account at at the end right i i'll tell you a quick story um my uh my dad uh his second wife uh his his mother-in-law um lived with him until she passed away a few years ago right uh, and um she she had a house of her own and, and the, for some reason, after my dad's uh, wife passed away, his his mother-in-law decided that, you know, she was going to stay there at the house for whatever reason. I don't know, maybe because she was just lonely or getting older or whatever the case may be. But she uh, lived lived at my dad's house for several years before she passed away. And okay. she kept her own home, you know, kept her own home and sure. so on and so forth. But she had a deep freeze. Okay. And, and it... it uh, you know, it quit, the motor went out or something and, you know, everything just melted, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they would make trips over there maybe once a week or something like that to pick up the mail and just check and make sure everything is secure and you maybe have the lawn mowed or something like that. And, uh, so they went, my dad went in the house and, and could smell, you know, the rotten food right. <laughs> rotting and went downstairs. And of course there's you know, melted ice all over the floor and water <laughs> and place stinks to high heaven. And sure. <clears throat> so my sister and my dad went over there to clean out the freezer to get rid of it. And, uh, there's a bag of money in there. Wow. And, uh, so the thing is, is that, uh, during the time that, uh, his mother-in-law was living with him, she didn't, she didn't, uh, pay for anything. Right. And uh, the way that it worked out, it, it was kind of a weird arrangement that uh, it, my dad d- did very well for himself in life. And so uh, his wife, his wife who passed away from a, a brain tumor, um, she left everything that she had and her own stuff. She left it to her mother. Right. And her mother left everything that she had to her daughter. Okay. So it was like, okay, if I go first, you get all my shit. Right. If I go, you get all my shit. Right, right. Well, 
during the time that his mother-in-law was living with him, he would just kind of kid with her a little bit, say, Hey, Hey ma, don't you think you should kick in around here? You know, around, you know, if you're going to stay here for all this time, he didn't mean it. He was just kind of kidding with her. Sure. And she told him, she says, don't you worry about that. Everything that I have goes to you. So, you know, when, whenever, you know, whenever my time comes, you just get everything. Okay. So he got her whole estate, you know, obviously what his wife left has her mother and he just got the whole ball of wax that that included her house and her pension and her savings and her whatever else she, I mean, it was a, it was a sizable right thing so you know my dad does very well on his own <laughs> then he accumulated everything she left him nice. on top of that so uh my dad's like well, what am i going to do with three houses my dad had the house that we lived in and my sister was living in then he had the house that he and his wife lived in now he's got his mother-in-law's house Jeez. and he's just like what what am i going to do with three houses you know <laughs> right. so so he he looked into selling the 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 mother-in-law's house and you know with new regulations and all this and that it's a suburban house so it's it's got the septic tank system and everything okay and so they require to sell the house he would have had to upgrade this whole septic tank system and it (sighs) takes this it takes this uh what do you want to mix mixing motor thing in there and Mm -hmm. upgrade it to this and that standard and this that and it was going to be cost extra extra X amount of dollars and right. And, uh, so my dad just gave the house away to, uh, his, his wife's stepdaughter. Oh, nice. He said, you know what? Here's the deed. Just take it. Yeah. Here, give me a buck. Yeah, Just (laughs) just take the house. Then the other house, he gave it to my sister. He goes here, you take that house, you know, why can't I ever get that break? (laughs) He just, he says, I, I, you know what? I, I just don't need all this. Just take it. <laughs> That's awesome. So he just gave it away. Yeah. That's <laughs> dude. It's funny when you bring this up. I, my mom has told me that she's leaving me her house Yeah, out there in Kent. And, um, and we were, me and my son were talking about it the other day and I, and I, I hate my house. You know, I hate this house. Right. It was it was my ex-wife's house. It's not my house. She wanted it. We bought it. Then I got stuck with it. Right. I could give two fucks about this house, honestly. <laughs> Quite honestly. My mom has a real nice house. But she doesn't have the good internet like I do here. They don't have that internet that I have here. Okay. And I really don't think I would move. <laughs> I really, truly don't think I could go back to regular internet. Sure. I think I would stay in a house that I don't like rather than have slower internet. Well, maybe eventually they'll upgrade the system in that area. Yeah. Well, she needs to hang on for a little while longer. So right. I don't have to pay top property tax on two places. <laughs> Cause I'll tell you if they get the internet over there and she passes away and leaves me the house keys are on the floor. I'm right. out of here. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and sell it here. Fuck you do whatever yeah. foreclose. I don't give a shit. Just well, get rid of it. Well, getting back to the bag of money my dad found yeah, yeah. in the freezer. I mean, there was a point to the story. Okay. She never even mentioned it. Okay. So, so because he had to go pick up her prescriptions and various other things, he just paid for it out of that bag of money. Okay. You know, rather than just, you know, instead of asking her for money or something, he just, sure. he just took it out of that bag. You know, it's like, oh, you're, you're, I got to pick up your prescription. No problem. 
Right. <laughs> he just would just peel off whatever amount out of the bag and <laughs> pay for it. Like that. That's funny. <laughs> How much money was in the bag? I have no idea. I never asked. I don't, I don't get into that kind of stuff. I don't care. You know, I mean, it must've been, I mean, I, 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 I'm sure it was probably about 10 grand or more. Yeah. As I say, cause if it's more than that though, it would be a pretty big sizable bag. Yeah. Yeah. You would think. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, he just, he just, he, he held on to it and just, you know, paid, paid her expenses out of it, you know, whatever it was. And, right. and he, you know, he was going to inherit it anyway, but, uh, that's just how he worked it. And she never mentioned it. She goes, Oh, by the way, <laughs> because when the freezer went bad, she didn't say, Oh, there's a bag of money in there. Right. Probably forgot about it. Probably did. You know? This is one of them things, but that's what older people do. So you might want to check your freezer and see if there's actually a, <laughs> yeah, I'll see. a bag of money in there somewhere. I'll see. I'll have to look <laughs> later on today. See what's up. <laughs> Too funny. No, in my luck though, I'd go spend it. And my mom would be like, oh, I need that bag of money that was in here. I'd be like, fuck, I got like $32 left, mom. <laughs> 32 pennies in a ragu jar. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I found that I found that money, Mom. You left eighteen dollars in there. Remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mind me, but I'm I just paid off my house note. Right. Exactly. By coincidence. Sure. <laughs> Did you say there was a bag of money in there? Can what? You, can you describe the bag of money? Yeah. Do you have the serial numbers? Right. <laughs> That'd be me too. Yeah, let me check it against the ones that are in my wallet here. Yeah, let me check against the ones that were in the in the bag that I found. I don't yeah. believe you, Mom. <laughs> that's, that's too funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a weird thing. It's like camping. Yeah, that's what she said. It's like camping. I was like, "What are you fucking stupid?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, you can stay." I first I offered to stay here. Then I was like, "Well, do you want me to get you a hotel room or something?" You know, you know, because I don't. I, I mean, we we got hit pretty good. I will say. I personally didn't get hit real bad. I mean, our our power flickered on and off a few times. Yeah, enough times that that my son kind of went around the house and unplugged shit and turned shit off and stuff to make sure that yeah. computers wouldn't get blown out or anything. It flickered. I'd say maybe five or six times, but um, yeah, it was pretty pretty gnarly, man. For for I don't know about thirty minutes here. It really felt like it was like a tornado hitting. It was like the guy, like the guy across the street. He has a he has a American flag on a pole. Uh-huh. That motherfucker got shredded. <laughs> I mean, it is just it is shredded laundry hanging out there now, and the trees were all bowing way over. And stuff. I was like, damn, this is like some. Se-. I would. I don't know. I I didn't look at the weather to to verify it or not, but I would say it was probably a good. 50 60 miles an hour wind and and definitely pouring like a motherfucker i mean it was really raining hard to where it just sounded like people were throwing rocks at my house or something <laughs> well so it sounds like you've had an adventure over there yeah it was a little bit i know my son was out there today cutting like we had half a tree fall in the backyard so he had to cut that up and drag that shit out of here sure absolutely you know then speaking speaking of tree cutting down, I didn't tell you this story, did I? About the neighbors? No. These fucking cunts strike again. Is <laughs> this the one with the minivan? D- this is the one that called the police on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the yeah, kid, yeah. The kids making noise on a Sunday morning. Yeah. So you know, and and people at home won't won't get this fully, but 
there's a there's a kind of an undrawn property line between my house and that guy's house. And it's like a little hill sort of. There's like a you know, my my property is probably a foot higher than his. There's like a step down. Yeah. And and on that line, there's always been these trees that got to be 150 years old. Big giant I don't know how tall they are, 30, 40 feet high trees. This fucking jizzball hires a company to cut down the trees that are on his side of the property line. Okay. I know it's within his right. I get that. He's perfectly allowed to do that. Does he even come by and knock on the door like a courtesy, which I would do if I was cutting them down since they are right on the property line? No. No courtesy, no nothing. Five days five fucking days of yeah, starting at eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> guys up in the trees, cutting pieces off other guys grinding up the pieces right. for five fucking days. Right. In the midst of doing this, this fucking guy or not the guy, but the guys he handled or he hired, they had to move the power line from my house that because it kind of ran in with the trees right right it intermixed with the trees yeah Mm -hmm. they just moved it and left it hanging in my yard (laughs) so it was hanging a foot off the ground so any fucking deer or raccoon or anything squirrel could jump on it and tear out my power right So I didn't know if they were done. They still have a huge pile of fucking trees in their yard. So I didn't know if they were done or they were coming back. Because, again, I wasn't even notified that this shit was happening, right? Right. right. So what happens? I get a note on my door from the fucking city that I need to fix the power line. (laughs) It's like, I didn't take it down. I was like, I got nothing to do with this fucking shit. Right. So I called the power company and they, they couldn't have been cooler. They, they actually took care of it within maybe eight hours from the time I called them. That was okay. actually good. But um, I was so goddamn mad that now the city has me on record for another fucking violation that I had nothing to do. I had nothing to do with it. And I don't know if they keep track of that shit or what, but, you know, I've had several times that they've come over here and said, cut the grass. Right, right. You know, I've had that happen quite a few three four times because i just don't do that shit but but this pissed me off to no end because i didn't touch anything you know i, I wasn't up there cutting fucking trees down <laughs> you just you were just standing there going i'm just a victim of circumstances <laughs> exactly dude i i was so mad that i called the city and asked them if they had a permit because if they didn't have a permit i was gonna fucking sue them right but they actually had a permit because I, I literally was going to sue them for damaging my fucking yard for damaging my power line. Sure. Cause I was so fucking pissed off about it. <laughs> this fucking guy. God, I hope he has a stroke. <laughs> and like a good neighbor. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck him and his retarded kids and his fat wife. Fuck him. <laughs> uh neighbors oh i hate it i i absolutely and it's crazy because 
my neighbor across the street get along with great have for he's been there like 15 years or whatever sure get along with him great neighbor next to me here he's i mean he's a customer of mine too for years i mean we're great friends and when he cut down trees on the other side of the house he came over and said hey do you care and you know what i said do whatever you want to do just don't put a power line in my yard that i'll get in trouble yeah <laughs> but i told him i told him if they were if they were on my side and they were hanging over and he wanted them out cut them out i don't give a fuck yeah Go ahead, cut them all down. I don't, you know me. I'm not exactly Johnny Nature. You know, you can fucking pour gasoline on them and light them up as long as it doesn't touch my house. Right, of course. I don't and care. And as long as it doesn't ruin my good internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't wreck my internet and keep my lights on. Exactly. You do those two things, we're good. Right. It. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I was fucking furious when I looked out my window and saw this fucking power line. A, a, was no higher than a foot off the ground, hanging off the ground. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> so the, so the power company came out. What did they do? They, they, they moved. just restrung it. They did. I mean, they didn't even disconnect my power. They just pulled it. <clears throat> Cause I, I guess it, it probably had, I know it wasn't zip ties or whatever, but whatever they use for power lines to, to keep them attached. Cause you know how they're all bundled. Yeah. 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 You know, <clears> they, they, they usually have like a, a, a braided cable. Yeah. That, well, I'm, I'm sure yeah, they just, fine. I'm sure they just cut that when they were cutting the trees down to, yeah. to loosen it so that it wouldn't interfere when they were cutting the trees down, but they didn't fix the fucking thing. <laughs> Like you fucking jizz bag fuck faces. <laughs> oh, I was pissed. <laughs> I was actually thinking about you today, this afternoon. <clears throat> I know you've seen it before, but uh uh with with you going on your, your tirade there, you know, yeah. weaving your profanities in and out. I uh I stumbled across that uh, documentary that was put out years ago called The Winnebago Man. I don't know that one. Are you sure? I, maybe if I saw it, I'm gonna the, 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 the guy who was, uh, doing the, uh, the, um, uh, marketing, uh, videos for Winnebago and he would just start cussing and swearing like a, like crazy. Let me look, uh, look it up, look it up on the, on the YouTubes, Winnebago man on the tube of you. Yes. Winnebago man. Uh, there's the documentary. We'll see if you can find the yeah. clip of just the Winnebago man. Uh, let's see. Share screen. There you go. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. I wonder what the fuck the real dialogue is. What the fuck is this thing? All of the windshield, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck. What? What the fuck did I say? That didn't sound for shit, did it? Trying to give these guys everything they can get to me. That's it. Fuck it. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. We suppose we open... Got to do it again, right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. 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 Oh, fuck. Shit. Tony, do me a favor, will you please? Will you? Will you, will you do me a kindness? Leave. Yeah. I think I want to be walking in and out if you're going to fuck up and I got to come back. I don't that make any difference to me at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave. Just <laughs> leave. 
<laughs> just, just keep playing it. It's too goddamn yeah. funny. This just reminds me of you. When I ever see this, I think this is Chris Aiken. I've never seen this. <laughs> All right. Play it is fun. definitely. This is, it might be my dad, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Here we go. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Tony. Don't slam the fucking door. <laughs> no more. Listen, I've got to give a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day from anyone. That includes me. <laughs> it's going to be very hot. going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. Want anybody yelling. We get anybody yelling around here anymore today, and then the shit is going to hit the fan. And then they fit the needs of a very diverse... Buyer segment. Buyer segment. I, why can't I remember? I wrote this stuff. Why can't I remember it? Man, why don't I say it fucking right? What does the goddamn line say, Tony? What is the goddamn line? I don't give a shit what the line is. I fucked up the word rear. I can't even read the fucking VO straight. What the fuck was that? We got flies all over the fucking place. Son of a bitch. Get out of here, you fucking flies. There's a fly over the headlight, Tony. We got flies coming for us. Fuck. Fuck out of here, you flies. We got three flies. Five flies. And if you will, make sure, if you will, we don't have that fly on the left side, on the passenger side, because we don't have that in frame, but make sure we don't have any flies here. All right, what is the documentary about? Just the fact that this guy just keeps swearing? <laughs> well, what happened was, is that this was made in 1988. This, okay. This, this was, people were doing this underground tape trading thing with the VHS. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and what what had happened was this guy was a marketing guy for Winnebago. Okay, and so because he was so verbally abusive all the time, the guys that he worked with took all the outtakes and they edited together in this one long montage. <laughs> right, and because people were just so shocked by it or found <laughs> it amusing or just couldn't believe it. They, it just got traded and traded during the tape trading days until the internet hit. Okay. Well, when the internet hit, it got uh, reviewed by some some TV show or something like on VH1 or something sure, like okay. that about one of the best internet viral videos. Right. Uh, this was early in like nineteen two. I mean, two thousand and five when YouTube kind of first launched. Mm -hmm. It was still kind of the wild west of videos. Well, this resurfaced. And it became a viral video because it was like, Jesus, do you ever see the angriest man in the world? You know, and, <laughs> and the, the Winnebago man, right. Nobody knew anything about this guy. And so there was this, uh, uh, a film guy who taught film at some college in Texas or something like that. He thought it'd be kind of interesting to find out where the hell is this guy? Who was he? What did he do? Where, where did he go? You know? Right. So he did his interweb research and stuff, and he found this guy, and he was like a park ranger, like some kind of <laughs> forest ranger, like right. way, up, way up in like northern California, like right right along the border of Oregon, sure. out in the middle of nowhere, away from everybody and everything. And he tracked this guy down and basically said, uh, "You know, did you did you know that that compilation video of you?" is is a viral sensation that you know people want to know what the story was and he had no interest in talking about it you know, <laughs> he was he was acted as if he didn't know anything about it and wasn't aware of it and was just like um 
you know, what, whatever, you know, it's, it wasn't a big deal. I, I don't know anything about it. I don't care about it. That was so long ago. Right. Well, then the true story is the reason he ended up away from everybody was because of that video. And he was so pissed about it that, that he had to get away from quote unquote civilized society because people were aware of it and kind of drove him to live like a recluse. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So so he, he wanted to kind of tell a story, but he he was a former, uh, like a broadcaster. Okay. He actually was a news guy here in Chicago at one point. Right. And he wanted to get his story out there, but he also wanted to talk about, you know, broadcasting and he had a book on, different things and he thought well i'll i'll do the documentary mm-hmm. and tell you my story but this i might use this as a vehicle to try to get you know my projects out there you know what i mean if sure people are interested okay. in what i did back in 89 or whatever they might be interested right. in you know what i got going on now right and that's basically how it worked and he couldn't believe that people were enamored with this thing he he thought it was slanderous <laughs> you know, he thought it was a slanderous thing, and he he actually looked into suing the uh, production team that he worked with for for editing to that together and putting it out there. Yeah, he has no lawsuit. Well, I know. Well, that's why it never went anywhere. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm saying. He he thought about it because it was just like this is slanderous. This is like ruining my credibility and you know all this other stuff. And so it, it's about an hour, maybe about a 90 minute video or. Uh, documentary called the winnebago man yeah somebody said it's on tubi so yeah it is it is okay but i love it, the tubi yeah wow. it's interesting i love the tubi tubi's yeah. great yeah then, i'll have to watch that one yeah there's another one out there that i like too called shut up little man that one i've seen <laughs> shut up little man <laughs> yeah that one i've definitely seen we talked about that on the show before. we did we did yeah, that that was a good one too. So, yeah, but but uh, but for some reason that that Winnebago man popped up for me today, and I started watching and laughing about it. I said, "There's Chris right there." <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, and then and then on cue, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> God damn son of a bitch! That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest part of that Winnebago montage is when he was talking about the flies. <laughs> He calls a fly a jackass. Get off there, you jackass. <laughs> what a goof. <laughs> uh, always it always makes me laugh to watch that guy though. He's a <laughs> yeah, he's all pissed. <laughs> he just, he just, you know, it's like, man, take it easy. But he was uh he was feisty, you know, all the way up into his year. I guess he passed away this past May. Okay. He was like ninety three. He passed away. So they bury him in a broken Winnebago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they buried him in a big Winnebago box. <laughs> yeah, too funny. Yeah, it was pretty. Well, rest good in stuff. peace, Winnebago man. Yeah, it was funny. Like that's funny. But again, I just I I was watching that. And I thought this is this is Chris. Yeah, and then sure shit, here you come right out the gate. But goddamn, son of a bitch, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> It does. It's annoying, man. It's like, man, I, I've lived here forever without any issues from anybody. Right. Have you ever, even even off the air, have you ever heard me complain about my neighbors? Um. Until like the last two years. Oh, no, I mean, it's just been recently just, you know, when I was having the issues with the HOA here. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, but it's just been recent, especially this year with the fucking police and now <laughs> these fucking trees. It's like, shh. why can't everybody, you know, why can't we Rodney King this thing? Why can't yeah, we all just get, get along? Get along. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. I just want to, I actually just want to not even know you exist. And I tried to be cool with these guys, with with him and his dumb fucking kids always running up in my yard when they're playing football or soccer or whatever. I'm going to start stabbing their fucking soccer ball with a knife or something. <laughs> Stab you in the head with a knife. Yeah, you fucking melonhead dicks. <laughs> get out of my yard. Get off my lawn. Yeah, Gavin McGinnis. Get off my, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, you fucks. Exactly. <laughs> Tell your fat mom to eat a carrot. Right. All right. Well, we got a we got a guest coming up here uh, in the next segment. So that's uh, near the top of the hour already. Yes. So um, we might as well just take a break and play a couple of two, three songs and get him on the air with us and check in with him. And I told him I told him ten fifteen. So oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yep. Didn't realize. Okay. Well, I mean, by the time I play four songs and yep, stuff, yep, it'll be time. So yeah, be close. And I'm going to play this for you. All right. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get rolling here, so uh, let's right. pick a tune to get us get us pumped up and ready. So uh, right. what, uh what should we play? Let's go with some Ozzy. Um I'm going to move for Ozzy since I was talking to Bob Daisley. Um, Fool Like You from um, Ultimate Sin. All right. How's that? Okay. We will do it. All right. Well, we're going to play a few songs, and we'll come back with our uh, studio guest who's yes. checking in after a little hiatus there, and we'll see what uh, see what he's doing and catch up. Sounds good. So he's a CMS fan favorite for most of us except Jackal. Well, that that narrows it down to everybody. Right. <laughs> so, Jackal, you might want to tune out for the next hour. Yeah, this hour is not presented for you, Jim. Probably right. most of the other stuff because I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. Most of my topical stuff it's all political shit tonight, which is I know is very rare for me, but I have been on a political just fucking <laughs> tantrum this week. So, all right. Well, we'll see how the night goes. So uh, here it is. It's Ozzy Osbourne from the Ultimate Sin release with a fool like you exclusively here on your classic metal show. (laughs) 